My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched The Thing. The Thing. And I think I call it a thing a lot in this because we never get a name for it. It's because it's a thing. The Ring Thing. Maybe my next theme will be a bunch of movies that the titles rhyme. What? Why? Because I like it. I I like themes. In these batches of movies. I don't do it that often, but I like it. You don't like themes? No. It seems orderly. And I like some level of order. Maybe it's just because I'm an alpha. Alpha male. Like the rule over everyone. You're not an alpha. I beg to differ. I'm an alpha. Kurt Russell's an alpha in this movie. You think? Which one's Kurt Russell? He's the main character. Mac. Okay. Big beard, big hair. Kind of looks like he's wearing a lot of eyeliner in this movie. Yeah, he's an alpha, you're not. So we'll go with the cast since we're already talking about him. First up is Kurt Russell as motherfucking RJ McCready. This will be our second Kurt Russell movie in five days. Having introduced you and our assistant... To Captain Ron. Oh, yeah. The man I aspire to be. There are worse aspirations than Captain Ron. He's a free spirit. High seas, adventure. Everything a young boy wants. You're not a young boy. I'm a a young man. You're not a young man. You're a middle-aged man. I am not middle-aged. What age is considered middle age? To me? Well, given advancements in medical technology, I'm going to say 50. I don't think it's impossible to live to 100 these days. Okay. Kurt Russell is in a ton of movies I absolutely love. He's in Escape from New York, Tombstone, Big Trouble in Little China, Django Unchained, and 100 other movies. He's in so many movies, and he's the best. Those are just simply a few of my favorites. Next up is Keith David as Childs. David is in my sometimes favorite movie, They Live. Your sometimes favorite? It changes. It depends. Sometimes if you ask me, I'll say They Live. Sometimes it'll be Ghostbusters. It's nebulous. This will not be his first or last appearance on this podcast. He was in Coraline. You wouldn't really recognize him from that because he was a voice. And yeah, Coraline's like a cartoon. So. Yeah. But you will recognize him from Armageddon. Mm-hmm. He was also in There's Something About Mary and the criminally, criminally underrated Men at Work. 
with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. I think that might be the only two movie the brothers did together. Lastly, because we have to, we're going with Wilford Brimley as Dr. Blair. Horror fans will know him from his iconic role in Cocoon. Parents of children in the 80s will know him from the China Syndrome, which was about a nuclear meltdown and scared the shit out of everyone. Never heard of either of those. You will know him as the diabetes guy. Yep. Bitches don't know about my diabetes. I like to call it livabetes. Yeah, you're a more positive person than me. <laughs> I mean, maybe than you, but... You don't eat cantaloupes, you eat cantaloupes. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind everyone this is a John Carpenter film. Very likely my favorite director here. Very likely. It's him. Halloween, The Thing, Escape from New York, They Live, Big Trouble in Little China, Christine. I'm Get fucking real. These are amazing movies. This is an amazing man. We all owe him a debt of gratitude for what he's done for society and culture and us as human beings. Weirdly, he didn't do the music for this movie. He's, like, kind of known for doing the music to the movies. Was there music in this movie? Yeah. There was, like, a synth track behind it. It was by an Italian composer. John Carpenter, you might have heard this little ditty, the Halloween theme. Yeah, I've heard it. That's him. So it's kind of strange that he didn't do the music. But on to the movie. We start out in space, and I fucking love space. We just watched Interstellar for the first time. Thought you thought you loved pirates and I love I love that too. You're and gonna be a, a space pirate. Yeah, that sounds amazing. The newest frontier of piracy, space. That sounds awesome. You could be on the cutting edge of it. Get in on the ground floor of space piracy. Mm-hmm. I would fucking love that. Anything a little kid wants to be when they grow up, I am into. Like, I want to be a cowboy, I want to be a boat captain, I want to be an astronaut. Want to be a fireman? I'd like to be a firefighter. A pilot. Pilot. Yeah, all these things that kids want to be when they grow up is what I still want to be when I grow up. I do kind of think I'm still a child. You do still kind of act like one. Like that 15-year-old or that even that 9-year-old inside of me is not dead. That person is still in there. Mm-hmm. He shows up. I think we're looking at this in two different ways. I'm looking at it, looking at it as a positive thing. You are calling me a child. What's the difference? You called yourself a child. I'm disagreeing. I still embody the youthful exuberance and dreamlike qualities of a child in some ways. In like... The toothpaste just magically shows up full one day? No, I know I buy that. I buy that. Okay. (laughs) But I know where the toothpaste comes from. But I still feel like I can do anything. Except buy your own toothpaste? I can buy my own toothpaste. I just don't. You buy it. Plus, I would rather you buy the toothpaste because I'll use any toothpaste. I don't care. I think you're probably more particular about the type of toothpaste we use. I don't share my toothpaste with you. No, but you buy like a double pack. (laughs) 
I can put the toothpaste on my toothbrush without it touching my toothbrush. I don't, but I can. We don't stay in space very long. We're in Antarctica, winter of 1982. Before I was born. It's before we were both born. And since we said the year we're in Antarctica, let's get into the numbers. The Thing, 1982, 109 glorious minutes, rated R, zero boobs, at least three dead dogs, probably more, hard to say. I have 14 deaths, and neither of us were jump scared. What are you talking about? I got jump scared twice. Did you really? You didn't count them? I mustn't have. I almost missed some deaths, too, because I was typing a lot. There was a ton of dog deaths. They said that that guy went back there and killed the rest of the dogs. Right, but I don't know how many there were. I would have to rewind the whole movie. There was like 10 in there. Yeah, lots of dogs died in the making of this movie, but we only really see three of them. Not in the making. Not in the making. They took great care of all of the dogs, I'm sure. I'm sure they were very studious in the care of the dogs. No more spaceships. We're talking helicopters. And a good boy. Speaking of dogs, we have a good boy. Mm -hmm. There's a man in the helicopter trying and failing to shoot the best of boys. So this dog is probably not a good boy. Jump to the research lab. RJ is getting drunk and playing the oldest chess game ever. He's playing chess on a computer. It's a whole-ass computer for playing chess, though. It has nothing else. It has, like... The word chess on it this is a chess machine oh that's weird it's not like a computer that also plays chess this thing only plays chess hmm. and it beats him he's very competitive though so he pours his drink into the computer and calls it a cheating bitch that is just so this sounds overreacting. this sounds like someone i know that i that it was just such an overreaction. I don't see how anyone could get so upset the, over losing a game. The type of person that would never play Rummy again with someone that beat them. I will play with you. Well, how'd you know I, I was talking? don't want to. How'd you know I was talking about you? I beat you all the time. It's just when you do beat me, I have so much left in my hand. That's my strategy. <sighs> my strategy is a bunch of little losses will never kill me. I'm just waiting for that big fucker to sink you. So now that you know my strategy, people, come at me. Come at me, bro. The dogs made it to the camp, and the helicopter is circling and landing in the camp. The dog gets away, and good boys all over the inhabitants of the camp. That's not good. You don't want the good boy good boying on you, at least not this one. The guy tries to throw a grenade, but blows up the helicopter instead, and he shoots a guy in the leg trying to shoot the dog. Until someone finally shoots that fucker in the back. Mm -hmm. He's Norwegian. They're just chalking it up to good old cabin fever, even though it's only been a few weeks. They're also stranded out here. They can't get a hold of anybody for help. It's been weeks since they've talked to anyone off of Antarctica. Is Antarctica an island? It's a continent. So is Australia, but it's an island too. All continents are islands. Are they? Is Europe an island? Continents mean a big thing of land between right, the oceans i don't think that's what it means because europe and asia are connected antarctica is a continent 
but it could also be an island. Big island. Yes, Europe and Asia touch, and what parts of it touch Africa, but it's still, like, pretty separated. I mean, South America and North America touch also, but they're pretty separate. They would be one big island. Antarctica does not touch any others, if that's what you're asking. So it's an island. Well, I guess. Sweet. I wonder how big... But it's a continent. It can be both, I think. I wonder how big Antarctica actually is. Like, is it a huge landmass, or is it a much smaller landmass with a bunch of fucking ice on it? I think it's made out of ice, isn't it? No. This is, uh, For it to be a continent, it has to be a landmass. It's, it's, the whole thing's icy. Yeah, I think the ice is over the land. And there's times of the year there that it doesn't get dark at all. That would suck. Would you rather it be dark all the time or light all the time? It depends on the the time of the year. Sometimes it's dark all the time. It doesn't ever get light. But which would you prefer? Light. All the time? Yeah, I can put blackout curtains. I guess that makes sense. I need some vitamin D. That's true. Everybody no, needs a little You still D. wouldn't be able to get vitamin D down there. Not enough. Yeah, because you got to be covered the fuck head to toe. It's real cold. So they're going to head to the other camp. Mac is not thrilled, but he's going to fly him. Uh, they seemingly kept the doggo. Very superstitious. Writings on the wall. Nall's dancing while cooking. He's having the greatest time. The dog is wandering around, but there are a few bad dog vibes going on at this point. Mostly the music. If you change the music behind the bad dog, it's just a dog walking around. The other camp is on fire and there's a trail of blood. This is usually a bad sign. What do they find? A corpse. The Norwegians apparently found something and dug it up. Um, stop digging up the past, people. You're just going to hurt yourself. Figuratively or literally? Both. Antarctica is one and a half times the size of the United States. Oh, it's bigger. Yes. I didn't know that. They have brought back the burned up corpse of something I'm including in the death count. I don't know, like, this is kind of a human, I guess, but I Isn't think it's it the, the thing. I think it's the thing. But little pieces of the thing can turn into... Other the things, right? Other things. So there could be more the thing. There is more the thing. Yeah, but, like, they burnt that thing, but... And then they brought back some of them that weren't quite dead. Yeah. So, the thing... What were they doing? Just defrosting that one? No, I think they probably killed it when they realized what was happening. But it wasn't dead, they said. No, I don't know if the thing... I don't know if they actually killed it. I think they tried to kill it. I don't know how easy it is to actually kill the thing. So we got to autopsy that shit. Um, Something I wouldn't do. I would not autopsy the thing. No. I wouldn't look at that and be like, let's cut that fucking thing open and touch it. Nope. So the autopsy is admittedly gross in this movie. It's It's pretty gross. The organs on this thing are somehow normal organs on the thing. Because I guess it's the human's organs. It's hard to know if this thing, like, infects the humans or if it mimics them. Because they seem to think it's mimicking the humans, but you don't see, like, the dead other human. It's just the thing. It kind of absorbs it. That's what I think. Like, it's not really mimicking it, though. It's it not... absorbs it and then turns into it. Yeah. Because the other people aren't just laying... You'd see their bodies laying around if yeah. he was just, like, 
like the T one thousand and fucking. And how come Terminator. when it decides to show its face, it doesn't stay looking like the thing it mimicked? It then turns into some grotesque grossness. Because uh, that's scarier, probably. Because mm, it's a movie. Gotcha. Good boy again showing bad tendencies, so they're putting him with the rest of the dogs. None of the dogs are thrilled, and the new guy's face splits open like a fucking Demogorgon before turning into a spider and spitting goo all over everything. Pretty gross. Yeah. It's a very gooey movie. Yeah. Mac pulls the fire alarm because he's a man of action. He wants the flamethrower. So that's a weird way to get fire is to pull the fire alarm. Usually it means the opposite. Usually you don't pull the fire alarm to have someone bring fire. Yeah. And we get our first look at the alien, but it escapes into the roof. Kind of. Sort of. I thought it escaped away. It doesn't. It they they torch that motherfucker. Roof. It just kind of gets in the roof and hangs out in the rafters until they can light it on fire. It took forever Yeah. for them to light it on fire. Yeah. They just stood there yelling at him to light it on fire. And then he finally lights it on fire in the roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. I am sorry. Are you? Not particularly. So we get another autopsy. They love cutting this fucking thing that is infecting everyone open. They love it. They're like, how do we get infected? But, okay. So later they can't put a hot knife or a hot piece of wire on its blood because it wants to protect itself. But they can cut it? Correct. I think it's very wounded or something at this point in time. Nearly dead. Okay. But that's when they say it imitates perfectly. It's sort of like a shapeshifter, but it can't imitate. It has to, like, take these people over. Mm -hmm. Or else, like I said, you see They said it absorbs them. They say that. So the dog has been wandering around all day, and he spent an hour with the dog boss, which is a cause for concern because the dog boss could now be a, a the thing. And apparently they don't know there's a thing. No, they they don't know necessarily what the thing is. They don't know who the thing is. Does the person who has become the thing know there's a thing? That's questionable. I don't know if the people that become the thing are hiding that they are the thing, or if they really don't know that they've become the thing. Or the people who are not the thing they're kind of worried maybe they are the thing yeah it seems that way except for mac he always knows he's not the thing so they do have a video of the guys digging up this damn thing and they get a location from it so they're gonna go check that out and it's just a big fucking hole big big hole it is in fact the ship the spaceship from the beginning of the movie and they estimate it's been there one hundred thousand years mm -hmm. see this shit worries me with the ice melting like, what? Not, I don't think there's a fucking alien down there with the thing in it. I think, who knows what's down there, though? What if there's viruses or anything like that? Who knows what's in that Didn't fucking ice? did you just say that last week? Because we were talking about the woolly mammoth. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to dig up a woolly mammoth and it's going to come back to life. What if the woolly mammoth has some weird COVID? That's what I mean. What if there's something wrong with the woolly mammoth? Makes and it has COVID-23. And by 23, I mean just 23. From the year 23. So leave that shit alone. Like I said, stop digging up the past all the time. 
Uh, Childs, for some reason, thinks this is voodoo bullshit. I don't know why he thinks it's voodoo. Yeah, I don't understand the voodoo, voodoo bullshit. It seemed like it would be like sci-fi bullshit. Mm-hmm. But you can't say, this is some sci-fi bullshit because this is a sci-fi movie. And you'd be calling your own movie bullshit. But voodoo is a weird one to reach for. Yeah. And when I think of voodoo, voodoo, I think of zombies. I think of voodoo dolls. Witches. Yeah, shit like, um, yeah, like witch doctors. Things like that. I don't think Craft. of aliens and spaceships. Yeah. Yeah, blood, um, sacrificing like chickens, mm-hmm. things like this. So they're running some sort of simulation on just the shittiest computer imaginable. This is just the shittiest computer that has ever existed. And I can't even comprehend a time when this was cutting edge, but it was. This sort of graphical sophistication blew our fucking parents away. They were watching the thing like, whoa, look at how fucking high tech this is. <laughs> it is two blobs going at each other on the shittiest Macintosh computer screen you had ever seen. Like the computers were so shitty back then they could only do one thing. Like you buy a word processor computer for word processing. You buy the chess computer to play chess. Um, I can't believe he dumped that alcohol in that computer. It was probably so expensive. Like, later on, the doctor is destroying a bunch of uh, cabinets with an axe. Those are like the computers. Mm-hmm. Those are the computers. Of that time, yeah. Yes. And now the probability one or more team members being infected is 75%. Mm-hmm. And the one or more means that there can be two the things, mm-hmm. multiple the things, and they all came from one the thing. If this thing gets out, entire world would be infected in 27,000 hours. I don't know how many, how long that is. Want me to calculate it? You, you can. 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. I was just about to sing that. 1,125 days. That's not that fast. I mean, it's fast for the entire world to become the thing. 160 weeks. Yeah, it's a little, little like, what, three years? A little over three years? I thought it would be quicker than that. Gotta be quicker than that. So they're locking that shit away, but they won't destroy it because there's, there could be a Nobel Peace Prize on the line. These fucking scientists are always like this. They're always out for their own glory. They always want to be the next fucking Oppenheimer and get a... Nolan movie made about him. Movie looks pretty fucking good. Which one? Uh, the Oppenheimer movie by uh, Christopher Nolan, guy that made like the Dark Knight movies and Tenet and Inception. He's making a movie about Oppenheimer, the father of the nuclear bomb. Okay. That thing's still moving though and dripping. It's dripping because this movie's very gooey. Yeah, it's very. If I could describe this movie in one word, it's gooey. A lot of 80s movies like this were gooey. Gooey. Goo- I'm going to just keep saying gooey. Well, they didn't have much other things they could do to make it gross. Like, they didn't have very many special effects. Yeah, so they went with goo and slime. Blair is locked in his room. They have his notebook. He knows it's not dead. He knows the danger of this. So he is trying to keep himself segregated and he wants all, in the end, what he wants is all these people to kill each other so he can escape. 
all that's left of Bennings is blood. He is he's a the thing. Mm-hmm. They surround hybrid Bennings and torch his ass. Like he's and hmm? his head pops off and turns into. No, that's later. Oh. This is the guy they throw the fucking like grenade and the flare at outside. Oh yeah. Okay. So they now they're gonna burn the rest of that shit, which is what they should have done in the beginning. Blair is missing. Windows is in the wait radio room. Everyone else is in the rec room except Mac. He's carrying kerosene around. Pink kerosene. Yeah. And he spots Blair with an axe. Blair has destroyed the helicopter because he knows what needs to be done. And then we hear a gunshot. And then we see Blair destroying everything. This is Wilford Brimley and his fucking diabetes. Mm -hmm. The radio is fucked. The dogs are all dead. The computers are smashed. Finally, Blair has been subdued with some furniture. They get him with a table. They hit him with some chairs. Like, goddamn, The Rock hit McFoley. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And they're going to lock Blair in the tool shed. And if he's locked in the tool shed, he's fucked if the, the thing finds him. Yeah. Because he's all alone and no one will know. He trusts no one. And that's the scariest part of the movie, I think. Is that you can't trust anyone? You can't trust anybody. He's most suspicious of Clark. But the paranoia and the distrust is what's scary about the movie. They think they may have a test. They're going to take their blood and mix it with unspoiled blood samples and look for a reaction. That's what they're planning on doing. But all the blood has been ruined. Somebody broke in and ruined all the blood. There's only one key. This leads to even more massive distrust and Window got himself a gun. Woke up this morning, got himself a gun. So they have a little bit of a standoff. They don't trust the general anymore. They want somebody else. They can't trust anyone. No, but they really don't trust him. So he gives up his gun and leadership of this fucking crew. Now, at this point in time, he's not a the thing. They just think he's a the thing because he's the only one that had the keys. He's the only one to get in the blood cabinet. So there is a storm coming in six hours and they're going to find out who's who. They give a lot of these guys morphine and it seems like a lot. I don't understand why they need to give them morphine. Yeah, I don't know either, but it seems like a whole hell of a lot of morphine. Yeah. Like, probably be addicted to morphine after this. Can you get addicted to morphine? Morphine and opioid? Yeah, you can get addicted to morphine. So the lights are dimming on our doctor, not Dr. Blair, the other... Morphine is only one that you can... That's... It's the only one you can inject. It's not like you can... There's not like a pill form of morphine. Isn't there a patch form? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not big on my morphine. So, like I said, the lights are dimming on our doctor, and he chases some random dude outside. Uh, this is where you realize you've seen the movie before, about halfway through. Well, there is a capsule. I had no idea. I thought you could only take it as an injection. Hmm. Sorry. Learn something new every day. I like learning that stuff about drugs. Yes, I love learning about drugs. And medicine. So it's essentially over for these guys. There's infighting. No one trusts anyone. They can't get past this. And poor Blair is just stuck in the fucking tool shed. He just wants to go back inside. You don't know if he's a, the thing yet, but he might be. Yeah, I mean, they left him all alone, so... Yeah, if anybody's going to be a the thing, it's him. But also, he wasn't a the thing... And he was trying to kill everyone, so he definitely should have been put in a timeout. 
Well, I don't know that he was trying to kill everyone as much as he was trying. He was to... shooting at people. Well, they were trying to stop him from destroying the communications equipment. He doesn't want them to be able to get off Antarctica because he doesn't want them taking the thing to the rest of the world. Right. The rescue people would be coming later. Like, there's not like they're just going to leave them there forever. That's correct. So, I mean, this dude has been alone all this time. You gotta assume he's infected. Fuchs is dead. Possible suicide by Flair, they don't really say. Second movie with Russell and Flair we've watched in a week. Plenty of Flairs and Captain Ron. Mm-hmm. So this leads me to believe that maybe you do know when you get infected by the thing. Because you think he committed suicide? They, they float the idea that he lit himself on fire before the thing could fully get him. And that's why he ran outside, because he was getting away from all the people, and he killed himself. Which I think is plausible, but you don't really know what happened. Right. So now Mac notices lights are on. He's going to investigate his shack. That's sketchy, because um, he turned the lights off when he left. Mm -hmm. It's also sketchy that he's going off by himself. Yeah, because they'll never, they'll never, ever trust you again Mm -hmm. if you go off by yourself and then come back. Nalls cut McCready loose and found a piece of his shirt in, like, a furnace or something. So he's like, well, he's definitely uh, the thing, mm-hmm. which is not proof. And it's just a piece of his shirt. He could have ripped it off of himself. So he's definitely accusing Mac and um, almost kills him out there. They're considering let him, letting him freeze outside because they think he's infected. But that thing lived 100,000 years frozen. Mm-hmm. So why would they think that would work? Yeah, I don't understand that. That's not a good strategy yeah, if he's a good thing. Yeah, you fire, freeze it. Yeah, because that thing can obviously live through they being frozen. They that later, too. Like, the only thing that could live out there would, is the thing. Yeah, so what's the point of keeping the thing out there? You're not doing yourself... I guess you're doing yourself any favors because he can't get in there. The thing, you, but... So Mac does get in, and he's about to blow everybody the fuck up. And this is when we find out Clark was infected. He bites off the doc's fucking hands with his belly, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking cool. This was cool, right? Did, was that one of your jump scares? I don't remember. It was definitely surprising. I dug it. Mac torches the fucking thing while Clark like melts. Kind of melts while the thing is being torched. This is when his head falls off. And it grows legs like a spider. Yeah, there's multiple instances of things turning into spiders in this movie. So, if it gets severed, it can turn into a separate thing. Think it could come back together into one giant thing? I don't know. I don't know if that thing would have grown into a giant thing itself. I don't necessarily know the rules. Yeah. This movie's left me with a lot of questions. We're very much leaning towards the thing being like the T-1000 in Terminator 2, the liquid metal one. Yeah. Because the liquid, but the liquid metal, the T-1000, will mimic you. He doesn't have to kill you. Mm -hmm. He does kill you, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't have to. Because there's that one scene where they're at the insane asylum and Linda Hamilton's character, they're breaking her free. Um, Sarah Connor. Linda, why would I name the actress? Sarah Connor they're getting rid of her. They're getting her out of there mm-hmm. so she can be with John Connor. And um, there's that security guard that's getting a cup of coffee. And he turns around and he's face to face with himself. Mm-hmm. So the T-1000 doesn't have to kill you. He just does. 
I well, think there can't be two of them walking around. But he he will um, also, if he gets blown up, as shown towards the end of Terminator Two. Spoiler alert: come back together. Yes. So we're really getting strong T one thousand vibes from the thing. They do what you always should do to spiders, and they light it on fire. Mm, yeah. So Mac Mac shoots the dog catcher right in the head because the dog catcher is coming after him. This is self defense. And now we're going to do a blood draw. Not a needle either, like I thought that's what they were going to do. Um, they're just slicing these fuckers with a knife. Yeah. And they really cut. Like, you didn't have to do that. Bro. No. Like, How much blood just, did you need? Just a few drops, you know? A little you bit didn't of blood. have to cut the whole fucking pad of your thumb off. Yeah, and um, I did that one time. It really fucking hurts. Cut the whole pad of your thumb off. That's me. That really yeah, you did. Um, you don't even have a thumbprint now. Well, I have a thumbprint. It's just different than the one they took when I was a child. <laughs> so they also use the same knife, which seems like a perfect way to infect everybody with, right? with the thing. Right, I was thinking that too. They and do all they cl- did was wipe it on his pant leg. They do clean it, yeah. He wipes it on his pants. Um, That's not disinfecting it at all. No. No, this is a great way to turn everybody into the thing. Can the thing's blood get you is that like i don't know i don't know the thing's blood is obviously alive judging by what right. the fuck it does when they poke it right so windows safe mac safe cooper copper i mean safe clark safe wait the one that he shot yeah was not a thing yes he, he murdered him but he didn't really murder him he was defending himself that guy yeah. was coming after him palmer not safe he's the crazy one he is just melting so, like, they find out it's him, and he just starts melting. Yeah. He was throwing big fit. Yeah, and then, he, and then he goes on to the fucking ceiling. Yeah. And starts eating windows before they can finally burn Palmer. Yeah, they really shouldn't have tied them all together. That was a bad move. Yeah, because... Because they were trying to prove one of them was of the thing. Right, but they should have at least tied them separately. Come on. Right. Yeah, that's that's very, very amateurish. Tied all together, like, in a chain. Why would you trap the non-things with the thing? Right. That's a good way to get three more things. Which is almost what happened. I I love 80s movies because there's always some motherfucker walking around on fire. <laughs> there is. There's always some dude who's obviously in one of those suits where you can light him on fire, uh-huh. walking around like with his arms out because yeah. the suit's so big. Like one of those suits that a dog attacks you yeah. in. He has like one of those on and he's just walking around on fire. They did it in this. They did it in Nightmare on Elm Street. There's always some motherfucker in one well, of these types of movies. new things. I know, and I love that they beat it into the ground in all these movies. They all look exactly the same. I dig it. I dig dude walking around on fire in his big fucking, one of those inflatable sumo suits <laughs> that you wrestle with your friends at the fucking Bloomsburg Fair. So they're going to have to burn windows because he, he like basically was eaten by a, the thing. Mm-hmm. Nalls is safe. Child's safe. Last up is Gary, who they are sure is of the thing. He is not other thing. Nope. He is safe. So they go out to Blair. The door is open, and that is not ideal. Nope. He gone. It looks like Blair escaped through the floor because the door is open from the outside, they said. What What does that mean? What does the door is open from the outside mean? It said the door was bolted from Oh, the bolted. I was like, what do they mean it's bolted open from the outside? from the outside. How can you tell if they opened it from the inside or the outside? It's bolted from the outside. So who would have guessed there's a tunnel system below the shed? Not I. He's apparently making a fucking ship because he never planned on dying there. And now someone is inside where you don't want to be. It was Childs. 
They think he blew the generator. He may have. We don't know. But someone did blow the generator. They actually fucking took the generator. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't just blow it. So they're going to warm things up. This is what you really do when you have spiders. You blow up and burn the entire building. No, that's for snakes. Just snakes? Mm-hmm. Snakes. Now it's essentially a suicide mission at this point for all these guys. They know they can't leave. Mm-hmm. They're blowing up their only shelter. They're blowing up all their food. Mm-hmm. They know they're dying. So most every everything is properly exploded and it's off to the generator room. Like you said, the generator is simply gone. Yep. Cannot be fixed because it does not exist. Gary goes to the storage room and nulls to the generator. Hopefully Matt saved those tapes that he made earlier because he recorded some tapes about what happened so when the rescue crew does come, they can see. Yeah. But I hope he didn't just blow them all up. Right, that wouldn't make good sense. Gary got got by Blair. Blair was a the thing at this point. Mm-hmm. We don't know when he became a the thing, but he sticks his fucking... Insulin fingers needle fingers in his face. His skin. Yeah. Gross. He gives him the fucking diabetes stab. Mac knows something's going on down there. And it's coming after his ass like a tremor's worm. It's under the ground. Mm-hmm. And he lights some dynamite that just goes on forever. Yeah. And it's so fucking gooey. When it comes out of the ground, it's mm-hmm. a gooey the thing. But he does a flip and he blows the whole fucking thing sky high. Mm-hmm. I like the flip. That's also an 80s thing because mm-hmm. karate was big. Um, rolling around, tumbling was big. Tough guys tumbled. William Shatner even tumbled in fucking Star Trek all the time. Um, so I'm assuming Nulls is dead because he's in there. I think he just blew up Nulls. Mm-hmm. So he does murder him. Unless the, the he thing was got... probably gotten by the thing. Yeah, too. he probably got caught by the thing too. Childs made it though. He was lost in a storm. That's fucking convenient. Mm-hmm. So what now? What do they do now? Just sit and drink. They're going to wait a little while and see what happens. I'm guessing they're setting up for a sequel. I don't know. But if neither is infected, they're both going to die. If one is infected, the world is going to end for the mm-hmm. most part. But the world may never know because that's the end of the fucking movie. It's is a cliffhanger. There a no. Oh. There is a remake, and this is a remake. So there's a remake of this remake, and then there's the original black and white one. It's weird. Which is based on a book. So, did you love it? No. I fucking adore it. Okay. I, love, I love this movie. I gave it 4.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd, only because it's not my favorite Carpenter movie. It's way the fuck up there, but it's not my favorite Carpenter movie. It's hard not to give it a five. I like They Live more, so I don't know how I could possibly give it a five if I'm giving They Live a five. But that doesn't make any sense. Can't you just like something at five stars, even if it's a little, like it a little less than something I, else? I have been wrestling with this decision. That's so dumb. Since yesterday. I probably am going to go change it. I'm wrestling with it like fucking... It can be... F- okay. There's a scale of yeah. the stars, but even inside those stars can be another scale. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm just, I'm wrestling with it like Rowdy Piper. Like it's a lower five star for you, and then the other one was a high five star. I can see that. I'll probably change it. Like It's just hard. Grade letters 
A 91 is an A, but so is a 99. Still an A. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm probably going to go change it to five stars because this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. The Thing has an 84% critic score and a 92% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Go audience. That's funny, though, that the critic score is that high. Why is that funny? Because The Thing only made $19.6 million on a budget of $15 million in theaters. That's barely successful. Yeah. And this movie was considered a flop at the time. Nope. Should have been. A full 10% of the budget was spent on the alien effects. So of that 19.6 million, 1.9 million of it was on the aliens. Well, now it only costs you a couple thousand dollars to put all that goo everywhere. Yeah. And you just, you don't even have to do it. You just fucking CG it all. That's what it would be. It's, it's weird how that happens, though, because they have all kinds of excuses for why it wasn't terribly successful upon release, but it is so widely regarded now that you just can't judge how good a movie is based on critics' reviews or box office numbers. Because this movie is regularly, like, when publications put out the top 100 horror movies in the top five, this is way up there. This is a beloved movie, and even the Rotten Tomato scores show that now, mm-hmm. but the contemporary scores didn't. And it didn't make any money. It made no money then. It made a shit fucking load of money on VHS and syndication on TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it took a while for this movie to make money, but people it like to the sink in. yeah filmmakers regularly talk about this movie as being one of their inspirations. Weird. So John Carpenter chalks it up to its depressing viewpoints in the middle of a recession. Um, It's just not what people wanted at the time. It's nihilistic. It's depressing. Yeah, it is. There's no winners at all. It was also released two weeks after E.T., which is obviously a much more optimistic view of aliens. Yeah. Even though it was kind of sad, too. It was still better than that. Yeah. It was also released the same year as about a million other sci-fi films, including Poltergeist, which we just watched for this. Mm -hmm. The film was so poorly received that John Carpenter had a multi-film deal with Universal Studios. They bought out his deal and did not let him make the films. Wow. Did you ever hear the movie Firestarter with Drew Barrymore? No. Well, it was like a big Stephen King movie, I guess, and... He got pulled from it. Like, he was supposed to direct it. They said no, because this movie did so poorly. Oh, wow. So this movie that everyone loves, like, not everyone loves it, but everyone that loves horror movies, filmmakers, critics, audiences now love this movie and hold it in high regard and revere it, really negatively changed the course of John Carpenter's career because of how poorly it was received then. It's just wild to think that a movie that is so, like, foundational and inspirational to the horror genre was panned by everybody until it was put on fucking VHS tape. That's weird. So that's it for the horror movies, though. Whew. Next next time we'll have a rom-com revenge picked by your best friend. My best friend. So that'll be fun. I can't wait to hear what it is. Oh, yeah. You don't know. Hopefully it rhymes with the ring and the thing. <laughs> the ring and thing. 
So yeah, we don't rank these movies. Was this the worst one of the bunch? I don't even remember what they were. The thing or the ring. You told me not to rank it. I don't have to think. Okay. But it wasn't that bad, right? Mm, I haven't we, seen it before. Yeah, and we've watched far worse movies, in your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But can you see how people think, like, if you're a horror fan, that this is, like, gold standard? I guess. I'm not a horror fan. All right. Do you have anything else to add? No. All right. Then say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn. <laughs>